Welcome back, everybody, to a very special 4th of July episode of Off the Books Podcast. We're, uh, it is Taylor again with... The unclest of Samists, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Freedom himself, Brandon Humerick. You do look like the poster. <laughs> Hair flip. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So today, do you want to tell them about this amazing special episode that we got going on? Yes, and I'm glad you didn't ruin this last week because I wanted everyone to be a little surprised. Yes. That, though I think if they know us by now, they should have a little bit of a hint of what it is. So, on Friday, our very, our very first book that we did on this, this show, the show for said book came out on Amazon Prime, The Terminal List, whoop, whoop. with Chris Pratt. And Taylor Kitsch and Patrick Schwarzenegger. So many good people in this. Yes. And we just watched the first episode of said show. Excuse me. <laughs> Burping up lunch a little bit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to go ahead and break down the similarities and differences between the book and the first episode. This could turn into a weekly thing for us. This could. Yes. I think I'm it would I think I think that'd be a good idea, honestly. I think it would be a good idea. So um, for anyone who hasn't watched the show yet, we are just doing the very first episode today. Mm -hmm. We're not doing the whole season. There's eight episodes in the season. We will do each episode periodically. Yeah. So please follow along with us if you haven't watched the first episode, you know. Pause now, do that now, come back yes. and, and listen. This this is our spoiler alert yes. for everyone that has not seen the show yet. So if you haven't watched it, take your time, stop the episode, mm -hmm. check out the show, and then come back and, and listen to this. And this gives you a great opportunity, if you know we're going to do it every week, keep involved every week, and look out for our new uh, new episode review in each, each episode of theirs. Exactly. So, now that all of that is out let's talk about episode one of the terminal list i don't know if these episodes had titles to them i don't they believe were, that they did yeah i think they were just episode uh just episode one episode two yes et oh no episode one the ingram oh it did yes episode okay. one the ingram so what did you think about this first episode taylor i was pleasantly surprised mm -hmm. um with this one, I was, I think I was concerned that they would skip through a lot of the very beginning stuff. Because in Jack Carr's book, The Terminal List, he does only faintly talk about the mission. Right. And then it was very skipped over. Not skipped over, but it was a very quick moment to moment because you wanted to get into the action. Right. So I did like that they had more of the mission talk, mm -hmm. um, and that took up a, maybe about half of the actual episode, which I liked. Yeah, probably so. Um, and then all the flashbacks and stuff. But yeah. um, I did, I did <clears throat> really like that, and I think having the mission be a little bit different, I think I liked it this way instead of them just out in a field. Yeah. I think, I think that happens a lot, and that is very realistic to modern day war. Yeah. But having it in these mines and um, tunnels and stuff, I mm -hmm. thought that was really interesting. Well, and that leads us to one of the first differences from the book to the show. Yes. Is in the book, the the mission that they're in takes, for first of all, it takes place in Afghanistan. Yes. And in the show, it's it, Syria. It's Syria. As well as they're moving through the woods and up a mountain 
or up a hill to this compound in the book, but in the show, they're going through these tunnels. They actually find the trap that's been set for them. Yep. And then it's detonated. Mm-hmm. By not somebody else, which I was thinking. I was like, well, how? Because they backed away from the said trap, and they were like, okay, there's a mine right here that's very much rigged. You got to be careful. Um, and I, w- I was definitely thinking that somebody else was going to rig it for them, like a suicide bomber or something like yeah. that. Um, but I was very surprised that they did tie this in to have one of their own men kind of go insane mm-hmm. and and trip it themselves. Or at least that's what they're trying to get you to think. Exactly. It, you don't it, know. You, and and even, even as someone that read the book, it's like, well, fuck. How are I, they going to spin it? I don't even know because yeah. this, is, this is brand fucking new. Yeah. And I kept having to tell you, and I think this is funny. I, I kept having to go, was this in the book? Because I'm like, did I just miss this? <laughs> it's like, nope, nope, that wasn't in the book. Yeah, I'm like, did I just miss, like, a huge part of the book? So, uh, as as in the book, all of the troop outside of, of Boozer is killed. Now, in the mm-hmm. book, the, the army rangers that come in with the, as part of the QRF, the quick response force, they are eliminated as well. They are also taken out. But in yep. the show, they are able to evac Reese boozer and two other seals that are still alive when they're when they're you know found but then succumb soon after that exactly um lead to reese being interrogated by the ncis now he's not Mm -hmm. interrogated as severely in the show as he was in the book yeah and i think in the in the show they were back in the u.s when he was interrogated. It was hard. No, I don't think they were back yet. I think they were they were still... still there. Yeah. Okay. Because he hadn't gotten on the plane yet. Oh, you're right. You're right. right. But so... the second interview, he was back in the U.S. Yes. Okay. Yeah. With him and Howard and not Pilsner, but Pilar. Yes. Which was interesting. I also thought it was interesting that that Captain Howard was much more involved early in this than he was in the book. Captain I Howard. Agree was the the member of JAG that worked in in uh, Admiral Pilsner's office in the book mm-hmm. that was kind of his right-hand man. Yeah. Um, and in the book, the NCIS people that were interrogating Reese were trying to make it his fault that the mission failed. But in the book, they're trying, or in the show, they're trying to pin pretty much everything on Donnie Mitchell. Yes, who technically, a.k.a. tripped the... As far right. as we know. I was going to say, Reese remembers a a Syrian friendly tripping mm-hmm. the tripping the wire and setting off the the syntax and the, the C4. Mm-hmm. But the official quote unquote story is that Donnie Mitchell did it. And it's cool that they had. And I was I was hoping that they did this, too. As as a director, I think this was a really cool move that they had what he remembers of. Mm-hmm. The um, Syrian, I can't speak. The Syrian? Syrian, thank you. Bad guy coming in and <clears throat> tripping it. And then when they start talking and telling him and showing him audio of what they were saying down in the mines, that no, then he had another flashback and it was Donnie Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So I liked the comparison between um, flashbacks. I yes. think that was, because it keeps you wondering, well, who's, whose mind is really correct? Right. Like, are, so, are they they changing this 
this audio to make it fit their narrative or is that really what happened? Exactly. This, one of the second things that we noticed in the show that was different from the book is when Reese met Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese had reached out to Katie when he started kind of putting these things together before he left Afghanistan to go back to California. Yeah. But Katie actually found Reese uh, in, in a show. bar and Reese had no idea who she was. Like he mm-hmm. knew who she was because they had had interactions prior to this and he knew that she'd even done a story about Benghazi, which that's never even brought up in this. No. So that was interesting. Yeah, because she, she sits down at the bar and he's like, what are you, a... Um, a contractor or, 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 a, sto- uh, or a press, press or something like that. And then she starts talking. He's like, ah, press, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> he remembers uh, Boozer being with him, which everyone is telling him. Uh, Boozer was not with you. Boozer came back with everyone else, with all with the rest of the bodies, mm-hmm. like and was already here. Like you, he was here while you were still there. Yeah. So that was interesting to say the least. Another difference is he actually got to see Lauren and Lucy again. His Lucy baby. is is not three years old as well. No, she's she's what, probably 11? ten, maybe yeah, ten or eleven. Yeah, which I think with this with the how the story went in the show, I think it was more traumatic. Either way, it's traumatic, no matter which side of the story it, it's going in. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he, in the book, did not get to see his family again before they died right. is very traumatic. That's a that's a sad thing. But to come back home, see them, talk to them, hug them again, kiss them again, and then they die. Yes. That's also, I think, a little bit more traumatic. Yes. So I, I like the way they did this. It was different, but it was, I think, still showing the, the pain. Yes. So when, once he gets home and is spending time with them, that's when he gets the call that Boozer has committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that we saw Captain Howard. And I even mentioned that to you when we were watching, and I was like, that's Captain Howard right there. Yes. And she was, you were like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then the next person we, we hear is a dude come out and he says, Commander Reese, I'm, I'm NCIS Officer Holder. And I looked at you and I was like, that's fucking Holder. That's it. That's Holder that's right there. That's him. Somebody shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> of course, in, in the book, he's, he's DOD. Mm-hmm. He's Department of Defense. But in this, apparently, if it is Josh Holder, which I think it is, which I, I believe, believe so. it is. Yeah. The way they had he, it lined he's up. He's NCIS, yeah. which is interesting. Because it is different from yes. the book. Yes, it's very interesting. Um, but he thought that they say that Boozer had been dead for two days when that happens. Yeah. Um, in the book, it happens right after he gets home. Like he's heading home and then gets the call that something's going on at Boozer's. And he needs to get over... Or no, he, he hasn't even left the, the compound yet. Mm-mm. And they tell him he needs to get over to Boozer's because something's going on. Yeah. And that's when, you know, they, they beat the shit out of... The cops end up, like, beating the shit out of him because he tried to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. To get to Boozer. Exactly. And then, um, yeah. There were there were definitely a lot of differences in, in this. But I think the, the cool part about, especially having a, a TV show versus a movie is that you're able to more dive into those different 
storylines mm-hmm. that you want to mm-hmm. because they're 50 minutes each. So yeah, this was an hour and five. An hour, yeah. So it's yeah. definitely nice that they they were able to kind of play with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And by the looks of it, Jack Carr is very happy with how this is turning out. Oh yeah. So that makes me happy that it's not completely different. And he comes out saying he wishes it was more like the book, you know, right? Where he, this comes out, it's different. He goes, guys, I like it. Right. It's cool. Well, you know? he he was involved. He was involved with this the making of this show, which yeah. I think is important. But I think at the same time, he allowed the director to have the creativity to do certain things that would make it more appealing to a television audience as opposed to a reader. Yeah. Which, you know, and and this is not to say like there was a lot of things that were different, but like I was, I really, really liked that. Oh, I love that it. That was really fucking but good. As a, it, oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I think as a person who... If you don't read the book first, you're going to love this. Mm-hmm. If you read the book first, you're still going to love it. You're going to be like, there's gonna... a lot of differences, but yeah. you're going to be like, oh, this is really fucking good. Exactly. I kind of wish like with the, like I said before, I think them going through the tunnels in um, Syria was such a cool mm-hmm. way to do it. And I think that actually Jack Carr could have went deeper into his explaining of the of the mission and stuff in the book. So mm-hmm. I think it was cool that they did that here. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely like with with the way that the first episode went. So the ep- the episode kind of climaxes mm-hmm. um, with Reese going to the funerals of all of his men, and it was so sad. I mean, it was one name handing over the flag, second name handing over the flag, yeah. gun salute. You know, like yeah, like handing over. He he goes to all of these these guys' funerals and whatnot, and him and Lauren, his his wife are going back to their home and he notices that a car has been following them and who is it? But it's, it's Katie Baranak. Yeah. So Katie actually meets Lauren because they, they bring her into their home and he had reached out to her and said, when you met me in that bar, was I alone? Yeah. That's how he reached out. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that's not why you really wanted to talk to me. And he's like, no, I just needed that question answered. And mm-hmm. she was like, yes, you were alone. But yeah, <laughs> open up a file case here. Right. Yeah. Right. So that was that was definitely interesting. But then he, after Katie leaves, he sits down with his wife and he's like, Some, something happened to me over there. I think mm-hmm. something is going on in my mind and I'm having a, a lot of trouble yeah. like piecing all of this stuff together. So he decides that he's going to get the MRI done and get his brain checked out mm-hmm. because they had told him when he was in, in Afghanistan or when he was still deployed that he, they wanted to give him an MRI then, but he was like, I'd need to get back to Coronado. All of my men are already in the air heading back. Like I need to be there for their families. Yeah. So he gets back and then decides to have it taken care of. Starts having a flashback while he's in the MRI machine, and that's when he he sees Donnie be the one that trips the tripwire mm-hmm. to set off the Simtax. Yep. Yeah, but very different from the sh- from the show. Very different because right after in the book, that's when he was told you have a tumor. Right. That you have a brain tumor. Right. We don't know. We need to take a sample, basically. Correct. At that point. But instead of that, 
the doctor is killed. Mm-hmm. And He's two, out of the game. And two armed gunmen show up and try and kill Reese in the the MRI uh, station place, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But how it was played out, I was thinking that that was going to be because he was already having um, bad flashbacks and having a, a PTSD side effects. I was thinking that that part was also false and that was the doctor's. And he was fighting with them, and then mm-hmm. he would snap out of it. But he never snapped out of it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this shit is real. Like, yeah. he got cut. You know, I'm like, they won't just have a random scalpel in their hand. Well, and then, then he realizes, like, he even, he looks up and he says to them, he was like, is this how you guys got Boozer? Mm-hmm. Like, with this cowardly bullshit like this? Yeah. And he, he fights them off. He kills one of the guys. He takes their gun, shoots the other one. The other one gets away. And then he realizes the gun that he is holding it's, it's his, his own, own gun. gun. That he had already put in his gun safe back at the house. Right. Which was unlocked with his own fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but I'm wondering also if his wife had the fingerprint, her fingerprint also in it, mm-hmm. for them to even be able to open it. Well, there, I would say that she probably would have gotten it out to try and defend herself. Yeah. That's, and then they stole if it's, it from her. If it's after. like the way that was in the book. Yeah. Because um, Reese calls calls the police, tells them to send patrol units to his house, mm-hmm. gets home, and that's when he finds his wife and daughter dead. In the kitchen this time, not upstairs. Yeah, in not the in their bedroom, in yeah. the closet. Correct. And that's where the first episode ends. Yeah, and he's like crying. Guys, I... I was almost in tears like that. That scene just I love Chris Pratt. So having him like cry and scream and anguish anguish like it was so upsetting for me. And I'm like, I just they're there. I just want to hold you they're there. <laughs> but yeah, it was for a first episode that was very different from the book. Mm-hmm. This was fantastic. Yeah, but it, it was one of those ones where it's like, fuck, I kind of want to turn on episode two. <laughs> oh, it, did you see me? It was literally like counting down like netflix where it's like uh, next episode in three two one and i'm like get away get away because once it's on guys i'm i'm watching it. yeah like. exactly <laughs> but i I, w- I would say for a first episode um from a book series that i would read i would give this a solid eight and a half out of ten. Oh, i would okay. give it a solid eight and a half out of ten because i was even though there was so much different and, you know, I'm someone who's read this book so many times, so I know, like, mm-hmm. what happens in it. I was thoroughly entertained. I was, like, imme- like immersed in it. And, e- like, I was like, oh, fuck, what's going to happen next? Like, oh, yeah. I, like, I feel like I should know what's going to happen next, but I but don't, I don't know what's going to happen next. Oh, yeah. I definitely agree with you. I think this was, like, for if I didn't know about the book before watching this, this mm-hmm. would be a solid 10 out of 10. Yeah knowing and reading the book i'm right there with you about an eight and a half nine out of ten like they did phenomenal Mm -hmm. for bringing a a book to picture yes yes it was great i applaud the actors because the um the woman and i'm blanking on her name off the top of my head but um who plays katie baranak Mm -hmm. she if i believe so also plays in crazy rich asian she's the main character in that movie and she's fantastic. I mean, she has the wittiness to her. She's, you know, funny. She's smart. You know, so seeing her in this kind of role, I definitely think they 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 really hit the nail on the head with this one. Like Constance Wu. 
Yes, she's fantastic. Yes. So I was very excited to see her face again because she's been more of a high roller since that Crazy Rich Asians movie. Mm -hmm. So to see her in this in such a different, serious, thriller role, Mm -hmm. I was very excited. So I'm excited to see where they take her character um, if it's going to continue to be a little bit different from the book. Yes. Yeah, I... um... I thought this was definitely very interesting. I'm interested to see if this has... Because it seems like this is having a lot of success so far, like this whole series. Oh, yeah. I'm excited um, for... If they're yeah. going to continue doing this with the second, third, fourth, and even fifth book. Mm-hmm. Where each book kind of gets its own season. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that was uh, that was fantastic. Yeah. I I really had no complaints at all for this. And I was hoping... That I'd have one complaint, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm like, Jack can't, Carr can't always be great. But then I watch it and but I'm God like, fuck, it, he can. He, he fucking is. <laughs> he fucking is. He fucking is. He's great. He's like G.I. Joe. He's a true American hero. He really is. And I was, because I, not that I stalk him, but I, I follow him. We both follow him on Instagram. So seeing, because he posts a lot about his, his um, you know, old photos of, of him back in, in war and deployed and all that stuff. Seeing him and then Chris Pratt with the beard and the roughness looking, damn, do they kind of look alike. Mm -hmm. Like, damn. I mean, Chris Pratt is a little bit, he's a little chubbier in the face. But Chris Pratt's also a little taller as well. Yeah, but not, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Like Jack Carr has that. He's the thin, but very, you know, he's the lean, but like lean, but muscular. And, you know, Chris Pratt has that still little bubbly baby face, but a lot of muscle in yeah. his chest. You yeah, know? for so sure. It was really funny to see that they both resembled each other from from different ages. Yeah. Well, that is it for our special episode. This was this was a short one compared to our normal ones, but this is the way they were going to be when we do an episode breakdown like we just did. Mm-hmm. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I hope that you guys continue to follow along with us while we go through and check out the remaining episodes for this season. Yeah. And I hope you guys uh, get involved with us. If you guys have anything that you see that you you want us to know about, reach out to us. Um, let us know on Instagram at Off the Books Podcast. Let us know on Facebook on our Off the Books Podcast fan page. Um. Yeah, reach out to us pretty much anywhere. Uh, Taylor and I are both on Facebook. We're both on Instagram. Like, just let us know. Mm-hmm. So, like we always say, remember to keep this shit off the books, just like we do, especially <laughs> when it you might be entangled in a governmental conspiracy. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but happy 4th of July, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you later this week when we do, which book is it? Uh, it's the second book in um, From Blood and Ash, uh, The Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. There it is. We will have that out later this week. I hope you guys enjoy that because I'm sure that I will and I'm actually going to get the book read this time. Yes, I, I <laughs> fucking hope you do. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening and we will see you guys later. Bye, guys. <laughs>